0: What is that? Uh, yeah, I, I did not have sexual relations with it that woman. Like, yeah, that woman. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined today by Adam Ryan. Hello. And Nathan Hennessy. And hello. Some would say it's a Tasmanian triple treat.
2: Oh, and it is too. Look it's at the this.
1: the Tasmanian trinity of Well Played. I didn't didn't really have a good... Good finish to that sentence, but uh, how are we? Good, mate, good. Just, as always, so pleased to be here. That sounds very sarcastic and the complete opposite of... <laughs> 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 but tell the people, uh, I
0: do look like I'm enthused to be here, don't I? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's enthused. Why would oh. he be?
1: Because we have a special treat tonight. Ooh. It's back. It's been a while. But there's a new oak out on the
2: town. Gingerbread I think, flavor. I think I agree with this flavor. I think gingerbread sounds like a banger. It's out of here. <laughs> okay. Because the, the, you only get audio, people will have missed out on, on your face <laughs> when you're vigorously shaking that into your mic. Unfortunate, but oh, I'm glad I got to witness it. Right, open, this let's do it.
1: This one's for uh, Buddy Watson. As uh, when I sent it to him, he got a massive love react in the uh, chat. There.
0: Do you, do you tell him what it is before or after you indulge?
1: Uh, normally, I, I tell after, but this week I couldn't keep couldn't couldn't keep it a secret. You know. Normally, I, I don't tell you guys either until we're recording. True. It smells good. So let's um, let's give it a taste.
2: That's actually really fucking good. I think oh I could be in for the he's gone for a second sip. Look out, that's, ladies um, and gentlemen.
1: That's fucking
0: good stuff. Chef's kiss. Is she top tip. shelf?
1: It is uh, probably not quite as good as the, the mint uh the chalk mint one that they had, mm. or the mint one. But uh that's tight. Alright, let's um Let's discuss the elephant in the room here. There's only three of us. We're missing Mm -hmm. a uh, a fourth person, someone who has been a staple of uh, this podcast. And uh, I don't think it's actually been announced publicly, at least from us anyway. But uh, the man that you know uh, as Kieran Verbrugge is taking a brief hiatus for the time being from Well Played because he is... Taken up a paid role with Start as a digital content producer. So big shout outs to him. Big congratulations. Shout outs. Uh, definitely deserves it. As sad as it is for for well played to lose uh, such an an integral writer. But uh, you know, time to move on. So thanks, Karen. See you next time. Anyway, let's. Uh, Good <laughs> luck, See you later. Not look back. No, it's uh, it just won't be the same mm. without him. But it does mean less roastings for me. So,
2: I'm well, okay with uh, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. We we can we can lift a bit of the slack. I think that's a bit of
0: a, we can divvy up that responsibility, mate. I'm yeah, not sure exactly. If you've got
1: the, do you have the, the skills to burn me like KV would? Oh
2: hell no. Yeah,
1: so no. It's just, the burns it's, won't be the same.
2: But it who knows it might be a quantity over quality thing maybe we'll just be we'll be throwing <laughs> it at you left right and center just to make up for it mate good luck challenge accepted mate we're in all right
1: all right well, let's uh, get straight into it who's been playing video games i know that we've got a review game i guess maybe to talk about well, let's call it a review but uh, in progress that's yeah that's uh there's not really much to talk about in general this week. It's been a bit of a quiet week um to excuse me, but uh adam what are you have you been playing anything other than partaking in the review process?
2: It's time for Zach's favorite part where I talk about board games instead of video games <laughs> because <I'm> playing... <laughs> he was so <laughs> deliberate about saying video games. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked if I'd played any games this week, Zach, because yes, I have, but they're of the tabletop variety. Uh, I have played the lost ruins of Arnak, a game that I bought about two months ago and hadn't cracked open until this week. Uh, Game absolutely slaps. It's a real good time. It's a, a cross between worker placement and deck building. And there's a whole different bunch of ways that you can win and earn VP. It's got, uh, thematically it's really cool you're like a, a bunch of explorers going through a, a an uncharted island and learning about lost civilizations and stuff table table place uh, table presence is really cool lots of lots of cool little components uh and the box management is shithouse it's like getting out a, an old school game of monopoly so that sucks but overall game kicks ass no i haven't been playing any video games outside of the one we're about to talk about <laughs> to answer your question properly
0: Hmm. that's
2: about Sorry, it for me
1: that's uh i'm very pleased for you
2: i okay. sure you are
1: <laughs> yeah nah i'm very i'm delighted mm. nathan have you got anything for us other than your review
0: game <laughs> oh my goodness i thought i felt like there was going to be more dialogue there but there wasn't <laughs> Nah. <laughs> um oh <my> God, <laughs> <laughs> i've made a little bit more forward progress in Judgment outside of my review game. Um, so during the daylight hours when my review game has been less populated, I've been dabbling <clears> in Judgment, which is... My criticism still remains that game is slow. As a game that's like a hard-boiled Japanese detective crime story, it moves at a snail's pace. I'm just like, where is the twist? Where's the hook? This is slow as shit. But the combat's fun, the side missions are kooky as all hell, so I'll keep playing. And on the board game front, I haven't played anything, but I'm just now learning my new baby. uh, Too Many Bones, the dice building RPG, which has been around for a few years. Um, But that's neat. I I love the fact that it's a board game full of poker chips and neoprene mats. A A waterproof package. I don't know how the game will play. It looks daunting, but I'm curious to dive in.
1: Very nice. You've just uh, you mentioned hard boiled. Quick one to throw out here. Uh, does anybody remember the PlayStation game called Hard Boiled?
0: I do. The John Woo title, No, wait. Sorry, I went completely left field. Hard Boiled is the John Woo film. I was thinking of stronghold is mm. the game Stranglehold.
1: But no, that is not. Unless it's got a different name elsewhere. So this is this is reading from Moby Games, which is a well, it's a website. Cheers. Uh, hardboiled is a mix of futuristic hover car action with with the traditional albeit three D shoot 'em up genre. Uh, it looks somewhat similar in concept to New York Race, based on the Fifth Element movie.
0: I remember that. Yeah. The game.
1: Yeah, anyway, I just, I just I thought of that when you said hardboiled. So shout outs to uh, Cryo Interactive Entertainment for that. Release on October 15, 1997. Mate, That is <laughs> got to be some sort of coincidence because that's the day this podcast gets released.
2: So, oh, my uh, God.
1: happy 24th anniversary to Hard Maybe <laughs> oh we'll dear. play it on stream for the 25th anniversary. Probably won't because I don't know where I'm going to buy a copy of it. But anyway.
0: <laughs> False um, promises. <laughs> maybe. Hold me to it.
1: If someone reminds me in 12 months, I'll do it. No, I won't do it. Maybe I, I might do it. All right. Uh, I have been playing video games, not board games.
2: Tell us. Oh, the superior um, ones.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, it man. Um, the good ones. <laughs> no, no, okay. <I'm> <laughs> Put that away, Adam. So I have been trying. So I had last week off, as i as I mentioned last week. Um. So I was like, fuck it. On Friday. I'm going to not do any work, just going to have an actual day off. Anyway, I did work for like most of the day, but then I went and played uh, Red Dead Redemption. So I've been trying to finish Red Dead, at least I'm probably not going to finish my pledges. I know that. I think I've admitted that to myself. Probably did that when I first pledged, but I'm going to try and I've pledged Red Dead Redemption two years now. So I'm going to try and finish it, but fuck a duck. That game is fucking long, drawn out, and pretty awesome, but also fucking kind of boring. Yep. Um, there's just so much riding in that game. That's where I can 50% of my time is riding. And then, mate, when your horse dies, biggest sad feels in the world was devastated. How did you and feel
0: this... the first time your horse hit a rock at speed?
1: <laughs> Entertained. My stomach churned. Oh, it What a fucking monster! It got back up.
0: Disgusting.
1: <laughs> it didn't die, but then I rode off a cliff. Um, oh, you know, that did it. Died. That'll yeah. do it. <laughs> well, it wasn't on purpose. Like I was running from bounty hunters, and I couldn't see it was the dark night. Like these, <laughs> don't, these, these ones don't have fucking headlights, do they? So I just fucking <laughs> banged it off a bloody. Yeah. Well. It was... Anyway, look, we gave it a good burial. It was good. Um, but yeah no, this one again This fucking bounty hunters all I'm trying to do is just go with the missions just get it you know get it done um, also that game just feels like it's the same shit over and over again you move to a town or a camp spot you piss people off you fucking run out of town you go try and rob something
2: I mean anyway, more or less yeah that's that's, that's if pretty you strip much it
1: so. da- yeah strip it back but uh, it's fucking polished more than Kieran's freshly waxed butthole, but... Um, oh, congrats, Kieran. It is is <laughs> it it is immaculate. That is a very, very well-made game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm having Oh, we're talking about
0: the game. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's, I mean, that other thing's also immaculate, but um, I'm enjoying Red Dead, I think. I think, I, think I, I can't decide if I am just wanting it to be done because I just want it to be done or if I'm having fun. I'm still having fun, I think. Like, it, like, it's all good. Like, it's all entertaining and whatever, but it's... Yeah, I could be fighting myself all do, night, so... Do you uh, feel also,
0: obligated to play it? Yes, I do. Yeah. Do mm. See, that's so I, as you know, hand, hand hand out,
1: Sorry, I'll rephrase it. I feel obligated to finish it. Even then. Yeah, I'm just... I'm a bit over it. Yeah. But I'm kind of liking, like, where it's going. I think I'm just about to leave the third... the The main... The big city with the trams and shit yeah um so i had a quick cheeky look at, at a walkthrough the other day just to see how far i was through with the missions you make good
0: strides. yeah i'm
1: getting there um i've also started playing a review game uh which is an australian point and click called warp frontier excuse me it released last month um i completely missed it so i reached out to the devs and they sent me a code um shout outs to them to Brawsome. I think that's how you say it. Uh, They're in Melbourne. Uh, Their response to my email was basically, it's so good to hear from someone who isn't a key scammer. So (laughs) (laughs) that's for me, I think. Um, That is, I've not played enough to make any kind of judgment, but it is interesting. Let's just go with that. It seems okay. It's basically you're in space. And that's all I've really got for you at the moment because that's as far as I've played. However, I do Good. want to quickly talk about a incident last week that could have been potentially de- devastating. You've heard about. It. I don't know if Nathan's heard the full. I don't know you would have maybe heard because we spoke it about um, while playing Battlefield. But we played Battlefield before the podcast last week. Oh yeah. We were then like, "Let's go play Battlefield after the podcast." I went to. I got in, but I couldn't join your game. I was like, "Alright, let's just do a quick restart." do a restart black screen but i can hear i can hear on the headphones so i'm like all right so I, ch- I, I tried the xbox that loads on so it's you know so it's working so it's a ps5 issue hold it in you know go i'll go to go into safe mode black screen no sound nothing and i'm like this is not good and then the ps5 is making this weird sound which i sent a video to to you adam mm-hmm. and i was like okay so anyway, so i, I take the the disc that was in there. I'm like, maybe you know, maybe that's fucking it up. Maybe that's sending up you know some some bad juju here. So I take that out. Try again. Nah, black screen, nothing. I'm a pretty patient person. I'm getting hot and flustered at this time. Do 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 a bit of searching. Uh, speak to a couple of people. Best decision for the moment is to just leave it unplugged overnight. Re- you know, look at it in the morning. So I get up. Try, try it all again. Nothing, black screen, nothing. Uh, and this is panic starts to set in. What? I'm, um, you know, using nice polite words. Come on, mate. Turn the. How on you triggers. doing? Try the Xbox. Doesn't work. Nothing shows up. Okay, let's move the PS Five out to the lounge room. PS Five turns on, loads up on the screen. Okay. Whew. It's all right, you know. But then I've got a, I've got another problem now that my TV is potentially fucked. So I turn on everything that's in the HDMIs, nothing turns on. So I'm like, fuck. Quick Google, nothing really going, and I thought, fuck it, go into settings. Everything starts detecting. The like the TV literally just this went HDMI input 1 detected, HDMI input 2 detected, and it's working fine. Bizarre. Went someone,
2: from, someone put a curse on your house, man. That is. Mm. It was
1: just one of the most bizarre tech things I think I've ever experienced. Just all the HDMI in inputs just died, and then fixed themselves by go. I didn't didn't even do anything in settings. Just went to settings, and we're back. It was odd.
2: I think you scared your TV into working because you maybe. Had, had that vibe of like, I'm going to fucking replace you if you don't start working. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yep, yep. Nope. Nope. No worries. Sorry about that. Or maybe. Here's my other theory the TV's got like a
1: brain of itself right, you know. And watched me play Battlefield earlier that night and was like, this is fucking shit-ass. You shouldn't even watch this yourself.
2: This is how bad you are. I can't sit here and watch him die for the 17th time in a row. So maybe that's why. But, uh, you yeah, know, we're all good. I thought for a
1: se- I thought for Oof. a little bit there, I was like, PS5's gone. I'm not going to be able to get a replacement for who knows how long. But, anyway, we're good. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share that with Whoa. with you all. It, was, Good a, it was a roller coaster.
2: It was a bit of a nail biter there for a minute. It I had was. to go to sleep thinking that your PS Five had died, and I tell you what, I did not sleep soundly. It was a no. it was a rough one.
1: I can imagine. I can imagine. I bet you the first thing that you did when you got up was was uh, check your PS Five.
2: I did, and you know what? It's funny. I I've I've treated my PS Five awfully well these these last few days because I I did the inaugural vacuum of the vacuum holes by oh, taking taking that? the. Oh, mate, it was a it what was an experience that. It was an experience that I can't put into words, mate. It was otherworldly. Yeah. crack those side plates off, laid them down, gave him a good old dust, got the dyson, stuck him in there. Oh I don't know who felt better the PS5 or me, but it was it was something else. I can tell you that.
1: Did you uh blow much of a of the dust out of a <laughs> <laughs> that?
2: Don't know what you're insinuating, <laughs> but um, yeah, I got uh, I got a good bit of dust out of the old boy. He's uh, yeah, fresh and clean now, though. He's breathing breathing a little bit clearer.
1: Well, Sauron's uh, up there. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, or they, or whatever.
2: They're an absolute beast. Yeah. What a unit. All right.
1: What is this podcast? This is just derailed. It's a public mate, you've service. You've lost announcement. me for the you good did. last four minutes. What the fuck?
2: It's just you, we're reminding the people that you got to vacuum your holes, Nathan. That's it, mate. That's it,
1: mate. you got to suck, them, suck the dust out. What
2: suck kind of your va- holes. All right. When was okay. last time?
1: Or are you an anti vaxxer, Nathan? Anti vaca vacca?
2: <laughs> what? I didn't okay. immediately even know where that went. Oh, you it, an was, it was that loose. Man, yeah, you I just
0: thought, had me doing mental gymnastics. Too yeah, late for this anti- shit. I,
1: I, I thought anti-vaxxer might be a little bit too too mean.
0: Oh. <laughs> You've hurt my feelings. No, I just, I've just never had a vacuum cleaner or a handheld that does that
2: good of a suck, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're searching in the wrong places for love. For utility, <laughs> I mean.
0: Normally, I turn to the can for a bit of a blow, but usually <laughs> that's, just, that's a bit wispy too. Like, that's, that's usually a bit weak. <laughs>
1: Oh god! All right, let's 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 move on from that. Um, I think that's all. I played a little bit more of Kenna and uh, that's it. But I got to tell you, um, been playing Red Dead Redemption still on the PS4, so that old that old girl's still getting a bit of a gallop. So that's um, the way. That's it, mate. Not have to put her out pasture yet. That's it. That's it. All right, uh, let's talk about the review game that's in progress it is back for blood now us three did play the beta i think i hated it the most then maybe adam then maybe nathan or maybe it's a little, little bit of a draw you know mm. might might need a sack race on the uh, second last sunday in the month to determine who didn't like it more at youtube but uh, i thought it was a bit trash Pretty it was fun. stinky yeah but um you've been playing the actual review build uh, with Bianca and Holly, so shout-outs to them. We even streamed it um, last week on a Friday. You can c- catch the Twitch video on demand. Is, it, is that what it's called, Twitch from VOD or something? Is that what the kids are calling it these days? Um, Thanks, Grandpa. Hey. Hey. Um, Hurtful. Yeah, so talk to us about the your actual real and final thoughts on Back of the Blood.
0: Yeah, it was a bit a bit of whiplash, I must say. After coming off of the beta, which, God, that wasn't long ago, was it? The beta was due July or something? It was recent. And I had a lot of issues with it, you know, from disconnections to there being no context around essential systems like the card system. Anyone who's played the beta has seen the card system and has been a bit baffled. Like, what, what, what is the meaning of this? What does this do? Um, and then the god awful dialogue, like the, 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 the way the characters talk to one another while you're trying to communicate to your teammates and they just come up with the most vacuous shit. Um, it's absurd. And then you play the retail build of the game and it's like night and day. It's an improvement. I'm having a lot of fun. I am really, really satisfied that this is the revival that fans of Left 4 Dead wanted. Now I'm not going to say that it's better than Left 4 Dead 2. I've not yet played the competitive multiplayer to make up my mind because for me the thing that makes Left 4 Dead 2 an ace in the hole is its campaign versus mode. And for those that don't remember that was where uh, four players got to assume the role of the special mutated zombies like the the boomers and the tanks and the smokers and then they get to try and impede the uh, four player characters trying to make their way to the safe house to safety and advance through the campaign. Very dynamic and a whole lot of fun. There ain't a mode like that in Back for Blood. Instead there's this swarm mode which I can't yet comment on. I've yet to play it. I didn't touch it in the beta. I've not touched it yet in this build but I have spent lengthy time with the single player and the co-op the standard fare of the title and I can say confidently that we can dismiss the solo as steaming hot garbage and you will see some articles floating about on the socials and etc about people decrying the fact that there's no progression system in the solo campaign. That is the case there is absolutely no reason to play the solo campaign whatsoever it is an act of punishment on oneself. there's there's no progression system everything that you can unlock effectively in in way of cards and things that would alter the gameplay is all there right out of the box, but not in an interesting manner. It's just dumped on you like, um, and you have to, you know, and, and, and the bots are fucking atrocious. That's one thing that we haven't touched on. I have had to spend most of my review time with bots for whatever reason. The cross play matchmaking is not putting me with anyone. Most of the time at best. I'm, any hour of the night or day, I'm, I'm matched with one or maybe two people outside of week, outside of the recent launch weekend. Um, even with Game Pass boosting the player numbers, I'm still not matching with anyone. So I'm carrying three bots every time I play it. And these bots are some of the worst AI I've ever played with in a cooperative title. Not only do they struggle with the concept of a doorway. Uh, these motherfuckers getting pinned on every entrance or exit they can possibly find. And then they just rubber band around the map um i've gone full matches where where ai just won't land a single shot like like they'll get to the end of the match and you'll see the ai there with a big zero on its kill stat um i have no idea what's going on they don't work they are atrocious they just follow all in a straight line behind you as you're making your way through the campaign like they all single file in we go um Yeah. yeah hating that but At the moment, and what it does is it makes me so goddamn grateful to play with randoms because I didn't like playing Left 4 Dead with randoms. It was always a game you play with mates. You play with this with randoms and you're like, holy hell, I can actually move forward through the game. I don't have to carry three bots. Two is better than three. None would be best, but beggars can't be choosers. This game's matchmaking is a bit wacky. And progress for a character, for the player, you as the player, if you go into matchmaking and you've not progressed through your own campaign... You've not set up your own server and tried to start from Act 1, Level 1. You don't get any progress. So we were playing with Bianca on the stream. She progressed through most of Act 1, almost got us to the end. We gave up because we were getting absolutely spanked. It is hard on normal, but very, very enjoyable difficulty. You can surmount it. It's nail-biting, and your heart will race, but you will come out on top eventually, and it's very, very fun to do, so popping heads along the way. But... Despite how far Bianca got, when I go to load up my game, and I'm like, yeah, excellent, I'll jump into matchmaking and pick up where we left off. Nope, straight back. The only thing I've got access to, Act 1, level 1, baby. So I think that might be fucking up matchmaking because the only you can only matchmake with people that have progressed that far in the game. Mm-hmm. And apparently, at the end of Act 3, no one's progressed that far in the game. I cannot matchmake with anyone. I've been trying for hours. I matchmake with one person from um, that had some kind of like asian characters in their name were brilliant they fucked off and left me with bots for the next few hours hated it so when the game when played played with other human beings this is every bit the experience that left for dead was for better and worse very much that experience condensed the card system is an improvement How much so yet? I'm not sure. It just adds a lot of variety to the runs, makes the replayability rewarding and interesting, and a lot of modifiers and a lot of randomness. So every time I go through these levels, because it is built around the replay value, I'm I'm always surprised and um, not sure what I'm in for. So further thoughts coming up, hopefully later in the week, if I can clear the campaign without bots, play a bit of the swarm, see what that's about. At the moment... Based on just the experience isolated with other human beings, it's... Can I talk about a tentative score or we don't want to touch that yet? I'd, I'd say... Up to you, man. Yeah, it's probably feeling like a pretty good eight. Could could drop with Swarm, you know, because I've, I've heard mixed mixed feelings on that. So the, the competitive aspect of it might bring it down a little bit. I don't see it going much above eight at the moment until they get on top of the matchmaking, so... The, the bots just kill the experience so much.
2: And it's a good experience when it works. It's so, so weird, isn't it? Because you you talk about how dog shit the single player is. And that's only highlighted... Because I, I I tried out with bots as well. And they are every bit as dreadful as you as you made them out to be. But it's only so prevalent because when you play co-op with other people, it is actually just that enjoyable. Like the other night hmm. when we were streaming it, we were having a baller of a time. And most of the time we were getting our asses handed to us, especially towards the end of our our playtime. We were getting absolutely destroyed. And we the the last run that we did, it was a timed thing of defend this point for five minutes. And Nathan was the last one up. There was literally one second left on the counter and we died.
0: It was nail biting and phenomenal. It was the perfect experience of Back for Blood yep. Condensed. And the game has those moments very frequently, if you can bring three like-minded people to the fray, yeah.
1: So you say te- tentatively, yeah, tentatively, it's an eight, mm. mm. but you've also taken a big hot dump on it in in most in a, in a number of areas, and I and I get that uh, it's enjoyable when you're all playing together, but not everyone's going to have. Three mates to always play together.
0: Exactly right. You've raised a good point. So I'm just
1: I'm curious as to as to how it can sustain an eight when the single player is filth, the matchmaking is garbage, the AI is fucking bum. Yeah. What did you What did
2: you give the order, Zach? Sorry, just. How
1: you haven't even played
2: it, so you can't even <laughs> No,
0: nah, but, but, Zach, you've raised a very good point there, and I think that needs to be responded to ever so quickly. If you enjoyed Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, these issues aren't unknown to you. You loved those games, despite these issues being there for that game as well. Terrible AI. Matchmaking woes at different times. It's had better days. It's had worse days and atrocious single player experience. So if that game was something that you loved despite those, then then that's why it's earned that 8. For those people that hated Left for Dead because they were only able to play with randoms or bots and found that experience really lackluster, they're going to feel those same thoughts here and they'll be totally valid. So it's tricky. It this is this is going to vary a little bit. I think there will be some mixed opinions on this game for sure. People are going to bounce off it.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. am keen to read the uh, the review and sit in my mighty editor throne and be like, "Hmm, this eight? How dare you
0: score higher than the order?" <laughs> <laughs> well, look. It, it, if I can, if I can give you any inkling, it's not. I don't see it going up. I think eight's. It's. It's. It's watermark. It's only going down from here. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I. Yeah, I, I, I mean that whole concept is a is a a good topic for another day. But, uh, Adam, you know, you, you uh, brought up the order, but, you know, that was fucking tight, baby. <laughs> that was a tight little package.
2: Best five minutes uh, of his life. That's it. That's <laughs> it.
1: Um, you got to play it. You promise, and you've got to play oh, no,
2: it. I know, I know, I know, I know.
1: I sent you time splitters. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> my God. Uh, when are we thinking of having uh, this review live
0: well if you've heard this podcast and the review's not live that's because I'm looking for people to help carry me through the rest of the campaign and swarm so yeah hit me, hit me up on playstation help me get that review out ASAP I want that review up as soon as I've spent a bit of time with swarm and finished off the campaign at least once so let's aim for the weekend and uh, yeah if you're listening Friday and it's not up get on to me Friday night let's make it happen <laughs>
1: hopefully um we can maybe stream again so that that would be um that'd be that'd be good but no i'm, I'm keen to uh keen to read the the final um final thoughts because I, I definitely uh resonate with some of your thoughts there like I, I was a big fan of payday and that game had fucking issues for days but it was super super fun so um yeah cool yeah. all right Um, Adam, you also played with, uh, Nathan and, and Bianca and Holly. What did you, what are your quick little one minute thoughts on?
2: Very much the, very much in line with Nathan. I did the the preview for back for blood when we did do the play for the beta. And a lot of my thoughts were, this is rough as fuck. And I'm really, really hoping that they address a lot of the issues in, the full release and I, yeah, I think once we wrapped up streaming, uh, we kind of banged around for a little bit and had a chat about it. And yeah, the overall consensus between Nathan and I was that they, they really did address a lot of the issues, particularly the frequency of the, the dumb shit voice lines, which I was really, really glad had, had dissipated a little bit. Can I comment Uh, on that? Was there Uh,
1: still the pineapple on pizza one?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It, it's it's gone until you're playing with three bots and for some reason they're like yeah. oh no human voice i'm gonna arc up and all of a sudden the motherfuckers won't shut up and it's like it's Got, bad enough i gotta carry all three of yous
2: gotta fill the air good Nah, no, but yeah. i i'm really enjoying it the the gunplay is top notch uh all the weapons feel fantastic they're all, all very meaty and heavy uh from pistols right through to melee weapons everything has has a good weight to it uh which i think is kind of the the primary concern with something like a, a Left for Dead-like game. So, no, I'm, I'm having a, a great old time. Game definitely has issues, but it doesn't make me want to play it any less.
1: Um, Nice. So, you bring up an important point that, uh, that Nathan did, did bring up as well, but you also reminded me. So, the beta was a bit of a hot mess. Final release, pretty good. Or, you know, so far. There was a couple months, or three months or so, I'm trying to about that um from release hmm. the battlefield 2042 beta has copped a bit of bit of heat for being uh the builds being a bit rough uh, mm-hmm. like with a ton of bugs totally. I, I get that that's i get that that's battlefield's somewhat known for that correct does that make it, does that make it okay i don't know um what are you are you confident that the release in like a month for Battlefield is going to hit that same improved level of quality? Because they did say that this that this was an old build. Correct. Um. A few however, months old. Yeah. However, people have done some digging through the files and stuff. This is like third hand info. I think I saw this in a in a tweet somewhere. So, is this may not be true? But I just saw Wells scrolling and apparently they, they 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 saw dates that linked the build to um september 29 or some or something like that mm. so, that's, so that, that that's only a couple of weeks old I, I actually believe it was in skill up so shout out to him um he's, he he's got a video up about his impressions he didn't rate he had fun with it but didn't write the um the quality of the of the build
0: oh for sure absolutely no. I wouldn't argue that,
1: yeah. But I wonder, I wonder how much how much mayo has been put on that old build date. whether they're using that as an excuse, or is this game? Because because based on if this is the current state of it, like I agree with skill up, and I I think this needs to be pushed a little bit. I don't I don't think it's it's ready, in the state that it, that it's in.
2: It's so hard because I have I have two different experiences with Battlefield. I have the one where. You get some like-minded people together and you get super into it and you point out objectives and you go to to different spots in the map and you you take it seriously because you want to win the match. Uh, and then I have this other side that was uh, a bit more to the foreground when, when we were playing it of, geez, this is just a big sandbox of dumb shit that you can do while in a multiplayer match with friends. And... I don't, I don't know, if if they just give me a whole bunch of tanks, some zip lines, and a rocket that I can ride three kilometers in the air while having fun with my mates, I think I'll be okay with that. Now, I'm not saying that's indicative of a good game, because it's it's not. Like, a lot of games are fun because they're buggy messes. But from what I played of the beta, I it, it made me excited for the full release. And you're right, Battlefield is notorious for being shaky if we're putting it lightly on release. And I'm not saying they should get a free pass for that, but it's also something that's at least a, bit, a little bit to be expected.
1: Do you think though that given recent events, uh, namely Cyberpunk, that devs and publishers are a little bit more cautious with the state of their launch product now? And like, they've obviously delayed it by a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah. I'd well, hope I'll, that I'll they're know. a bit more cautious
2: because, uh, you know, situations like Cyberpunk give the entire medium kind of a bad name. So you, you don't want that to be something that crops up all the time. So I'd, I'd like to think that publishers and developers are a little bit more cautious around release dates now. But I also realize that with, I mean, the, the forever ongoing rivalry, Call of Duty Vanguard's also coming out late in the year. So if you push Battlefield back into, I don't know, january what does that do for the the bottom line in if is ea going to be okay with that i don't i don't really know going into the business side of things so i don't i don't know if it if it will well, that's
1: yeah i mean like that's always the big question isn't it, is how far do you delay with mm-hmm. before you need to get a return on investment and and that's what i've always said with Homefront. so they so talk about a game that was absolutely fucking a mess on launch and that's you know that's one of them but they had to basically get money in to keep fixing it, kind of. Thing, yeah. Um, because they'd spent five years on it or more, um, but I feel like EA yeah, has probably got got it, got enough got enough bloody dry powder to uh, you know survive a few more months. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I hope it 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 launches in a good state. I also think that um, people are less people's attention spans are less now so if if your game launches um in a state that doesn't you know that you don't feel like you want to make the purchase or whatever then you might miss it altogether kind of thing because um, there's so much coming out and there's game pass and there's all these other yeah options, I, th- so.
2: I think that's bang on you your game can have at best two two shots at life which is release and it can be great and it can get a a a fan response and people will gravitate towards it or it'll be a ps plus game or go on game pass to to you know news sites jumping on it so Mm. there's there's a chance that your game will get a second chance but yeah it's it's not something that you want to use as a crutch i don't think you definitely Mm. don't want to be like oh it's it's shoddy now, but when you know we discount it by eighty five percent or it goes on Game Pass or it's a PS Plus game,
0: mm. then the
2: then all the numbers are going to shoot back up. Like, um, like Marvel's Avengers with that going onto onto Game Pass and people being like, oh great, maybe now there'll be people to play with. Like you shouldn't have to rely on that, I don't think. And hopefully Battlefield think, doesn't have to.
1: I think that's also a little bit, that's the the same, but that's that's a good thing for players because it's obviously had twelve months, you
2: know. Oh yeah, absolutely. To be patched
1: and stuff, whereas.
2: I don't um, see it as a, as a bad thing in like in itself, but I don't think that should be the precedent that we go by going forward. Like, I don't want that to be the normal of being, oh, don't play it on release. Cause it's going to be shit. Wait until X, Y, and Z. A lot of people do
1: though. Cause you know, or, or, you know, the day one patches and all that sort of stuff, people just wait now, like, you know, a couple months to a games, bugs and stuff are worked out. Um, but for me, I think betas should be relatively indicative of the product that you'll be getting at launch. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's what a beta is. It's a, it's a pretty much this game is almost ready to, to go. This is the final hands-on uh, bef- before we, you know, do some polishing and whatnot.
0: Um, yeah, I agree.
2: But and I had, it-
1: you know, in saying that, like I had fun. So. Nathan, sorry. Yeah,
0: and, and on that point, I would say Back for Blood might be a contradiction to that. I, It surprised me. It, the beta wasn't indicative of the final product at all. Well, mm-hmm. that's not true. It was a significantly improved product. It wasn't vastly different. If you really loathed the beta... This ain't, this ain't going to change your mind. If you didn't click with it and you bounced off it, this probably won't change your mind. If you're like, this is a shoddy release, I'm not sure if this is really compelling me to play, then I'd say it's looking like it could be worth a revisit. But just to quickly on the Battlefield thing, I mean, I've had the privilege of being there on launch for every title since 3. 3 was a mess for the first quarter. 4 was nigh unplayable for the first quarter. It, it, it only became playable 12 months after the fact when they bought in, what was it, DICE LA hardline they did push hardline they pushed hardline well out of the cod sphere they pushed that to march the following year and the multiplayer worked just no one wanted to play it for good reason it was just reskinned cops and robbers battlefield and it stunk um 1 and 5 i mean 1 wasn't too bad 5 for the first 6 months had server issues out the ass Twenty forty two is going to be a problem. I just think it will be. I was like Zach said. I was sceptical when they said it was a couple months old. I was like, why aren't they being? Why aren't they being specific? It all sounded a bit vague and convenient. I hope. I hope skill up's wrong, but I don't think they. They probably ain't. This probably ain't going to be a great launch. You're going to play it with your mates. If you play it by yourself and you don't have the patience for the bugs and the server crashes, etc., it's probably going to be a bit shitty for you. Mm. I suspect.
1: Well, we'll uh, touch on it in probably in a, in a month when we all jump on,
2: unless it gets pushed. <laughs> unless
1: it gets pushed, which we wouldn't be see. surprising. All right, let's quickly go through the news. There's not a lot to talk about this week. Probably nothing really that big. Um, so ooh, what's the what's what's the easiest thing? Uh, Resident Evil Seven has sold uh ten million units. Damn um, good. That, that was announced, which is which is pretty massive for the for the franchise, um. But also, awesome.
2: It deserves things.
1: it. Yeah. Uh, keeping with Resident Evil, they released the trailer for Welcome to Raccoon City. Has everyone seen this?
2: Yes. Nathan Nathan is... might be watching it right
0: now. <laughs> no, 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 I have. And I was just like, how do I feel about this? Mm-hmm. It, am I alone in thinking that, yeah, it looked cool, but it also kind of looked a bit like a bit, bit TV movie, bit Netflix
1: movie? 100%. Um, I have thoughts, because obviously I love Resident Evil.
2: Liam well, Honest, what do you got? What are you thinking?
1: I don't know if Bianca's going to listen to this, and she might be upset with me because I saw her tweet about this. But this is not really too much related to 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 the reasons behind her tweet. But as a as Leon Kennedy is my Superman crush <laughs> for, for, from the gaming world, I'm a disappointed in his casting. I mean, I was disappointed when I saw the casting when it was announced. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm a little bit.
0: You had a fantasy though, didn't you? You you, got, you fantasized about old Leon. This guy didn't fit your fantasy.
1: This doesn't look like Leon. Yeah. This is what it comes down to, like, um, yeah, like just you know, Leon's had a look throughout all the games, you know that 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 cute little boy look from the daddy, from the, That's see it from the boy band, but um, yeah, this is, no, this is uh, to me, this is
0: not Leon. At um, least it's
2: not Wentworth Miller as Chris Redfield from the the Miliovich movies. No,
0: you reminded me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, hey, good on you, um, Wentworth. Yeah. Good on you. Oh, for sure. Great, great payday for him, I'm sure. But oh, Jesus. mate. So, but as I say, aside from Leon, what are your, what your sure. overall thoughts on the trailer?
1: I'm keen to go see it. I really hope... Wait, is it going to come to cinemas here? sure yeah. th-
2: I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Um,
1: hopefully Melbourne's open back up by then. Mm. It's November, I think, isn't it?
0: It's like mid-November, yeah. isn't it? So we, yeah. sh- we should be able to sneak in.
1: Mm, so I'm going to go see it. I think it looks pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. A, it's probably going to be hot garbage.
0: Um, but, but can it be worse than Old Mates? Surely not. Uh, i say Old Mates. Um, Anderson? Paul,
1: Paul Anderson? No, is it Paul Anderson? Paul J. Paul, where's Paul W. Anderson?
0: Paul W. Anderson. Surely. Um, yeah, I didn't really like those films. Nah. No. No, I, I bounced off them a bit too.
1: Only because as a, as an old school resident evil fan I, I, I like it to be very this is the games so the movies replicate the games and that's something mm-hmm. that i probably got to learn to just move on from because um, i because i guess it is the it's it's the same kind of thing of um when we ask bianca like how do you feel about um the guardians from guardians of the galaxy not being the actors from the films um, I mean, yes, the, the comic books and stuff come first. So you could argue that the video games come first here, but she was like, no, like, I'm glad they're different takes on these characters, which is probably something that I need to, but this is just, you know, the one, uh, franchise, one character that i have always loved. So it's a little but bit hard to, uh,
2: then you've got like the, the recent Mortal Kombat film that did a, a pretty admirable job of weaving in like fan service and bringing in new concepts, Concepts with a K, of course, um, to to the movie as well. So I mean, it can be but done. They, yeah,
1: yeah. So they worked.
2: Yep. Yeah. Anyway,
1: but we'll see. It looks, uh, yeah, it looks looks worth a worth
2: a watch. Look, anyway. looks average, and I can't wait.
1: Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, the soundtrack has been revealed, and it is slapping hard. Um, <clears throat> there is tons of, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Tons of uh '80s bangers in here. What's uh, what's your one pick from uh,
2: from the Dude, so so we only get one?
1: If you if you you were about to be eaten by Rick Astley, <laughs> um,
2: oh god, that's what you went with. And he, um, and he was like,
1: "You got you got one song to joy before I'm gonna eat you."
2: Blue Oyster Cult for me. Don't Fear the Reaper is is my pick because how can you go past it? What an absolute classic!
1: Hmm. I didn't did not uh, did not expect that.
2: That's nah, a tune. It's an absolute tune. Nathan, where you go? Mm.
0: <laughs> Shit, because <laughs> it's like you you want one, mate. Um, I know I'm going to regret this. Uh,
2: I'm going to say Billy
0: Idol, White Wedding.
2: Nah, good choice. Good mm. choice.
1: Good choice. Uh, I'm going to go... Oh,
2: fuck, I already regret it.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with a uh, bit, of, bit of good old Wham.
0: Yeah, see, I, I, th- I considered
2: yeah. it too. I considered it.
1: That and Tears for Fears. That, they, were, they were the two I
2: was um, going between. I tell you what though the fact that we're we're tossing up so hard between songs proves that there are some heavy hitters in this it's soundtrack. a very good
0: sign no, a there are it's more star list. yeah yeah there's more there that I like than not like there are also far.
2: there are tracks that they they made for the game by a fictional band called the star Lord band uh also worth a listen they they're a good yeah. it's it's a it's a good replication of like 80s hair metal so if you if you're into that sort of thing i'd I'd recommend giving the the new tracks a listen
1: nice um i've got to send you this cover of uh don't fear the reaper i i bought it um a couple years ago when it came out it's uh, a very very good cover i don't remember who it was by
0: there are a lot of good covers of that song though i for it
1: i think Anyway, um speaking of gardens of the galaxy uh cost of the space dog has got his own cinematic uh Adam, do you want to take over?
2: Because I have not watched it. Uh, yes, Cos- Cosmo, the space dog, um, is is oh. in the new Guardians. And he's a quest giver and just a general NPC. And he's a good old boy. And he has puppies and he's great. But now nah, he's the, the new head of security for Nowhere, which I'm sure MCU fans will know as the, the big head of a celestial, big space station. There's not really heaps to, to talk about here, but he's a fan favorite character that is in the game and you will get to interact with him. So all thumbs up everywhere.
1: Nice. Uh, Xbox and Adidas bringing OG Xbox sneakers. There's an article up on the website for those. Uh, what do you think of the sneakers, the kicks here, boys?
2: Oh, they're fucking awful and I wouldn't wear them, but they're cool. Yeah,
0: I, I could never pull them off. But mm. they are a pair that I see. I'm not one of those people that would display shoes. I display those. Okay.
2: Zach, would you uh, would you wrap your feet in them, mate?
1: Mate, I've had some of the craziest color shoes you've ever seen. I uh, yeah, why not? There, why not? Get around I uh, IKEA has partnered with Rogue, Republic of. Gamers to bring a gaming furniture range um, to the big Swedish furniture retailer. Um, We have a link on the article on the website, which is done by Holly. Shout outs to her. Um, But currently, it looks like it's only available in the UK. Um, For now, yeah, I
2: think it's supposed to be mid to late this month that they're they're coming.
1: Yeah, so it's coming uh, mid October this month. So it might even be out or available on their site by the time this potty goes live I, uh, I hope
2: that
0: if they ever bring it to australia and we get a showroom it has that like authentic gamer
2: smell <laughs>
0: <laughs> love that
2: can you get that in a candle
0: i hope so Isn't come on exciting? ikea hit us up
1: <laughs> uh, oh no that was bathwater. sorry i'm thinking of the game of game bathwater.
0: <laughs> i mean Plus. bella i know you're what? listening let's talk it, Bella
1: Delphine. Bella Delphine, that's it. Sorry. I mean, Sorry you're no, I
0: talking one of your one of your most loyal fans, mate. I oh, no, yeah.
1: <laughs> maybe we should sell her. One might well. call her should, your only fan. We should all all get in the bath and bottle it
0: up. <laughs> that sounds COVID safe.
1: <sighs> Big bath, just, mate. Just, just
0: Double vaxxed and read a splash. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: um, probably the biggest news, I guess, maybe, As the Rockstar has officially announced Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, and they revealed that it's coming this year. It's going to be a remaster of um, Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and will feature across the board upgrades, including graphical improvements and modern gameplay enhancements for all three titles, while still remaining, sorry, while still maintaining the classic look and feel of the originals. they also confirmed that they are removing or delisting the original titles uh, from digital storefronts as of basically now. Uh, if you do own them, you will still have access to them, but that's pretty much yeah. Um, that's that. There's there's no release date apart from you know this year. We're okay. keen. Uh, I've not played it. I've never played these three titles. I've only mm. played Grand Theft Auto 1, the, like the top-down one. Mm. And I played a bit of 5, like half an hour to an hour. And that's that's such
2: an unreal jump from Bird's Eye GTA to GTA 5. That is massive.
0: I think I misused the word whiplash earlier. You can have that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, god damn. I need a but neck brace after maybe, that
1: one. Maybe check these out. I don't know. Um, I don't know if... That would have aged well. I mean, they're going to tinker with the with the gameplay, but...
0: I could see you enjoying Vice City for, like, an yeah. hour. For, like, an hour. <laughs> I don't know if it'll hold you longer than that. Which but... is
1: about five hours of my time, so... Because,
0: I don't know, like, <laughs> do, do, do you like the golden age of, like, 80s Scorsese films? Like, just, you know, the, the era of De Niro and Al Pacino just gangster yeah. and everything up? bit yeah, it's tongue-in-cheek?
1: Right. It's, I mean, I haven't... I don't watch like a ton of films, like I, I, so I probably wouldn't go back and watch that.
0: Like Casino and Goodfellas, and but it's fine. Okay, because this is very much a homage to, yeah, the golden era of like Scorsese films right. and shit. Okay, yeah, maybe. I mean, like, Scarface. You know,
1: when I when I did watch them, like I enjoyed them, but uh, you know, I can't <clears throat> say I've, I've thought thought about them in like yeah. 10, 15, 20 years. No, so.
0: nah, it's all right. It wouldn't hold you for more than an hour. What about Miami Vice? Yeah, absolutely.
1: What about cool. Miami? V- no, that's Huawei. Oh, not Huawei. CSI Huawei Miami Five O. Too far. Should be Huawei be Huawei
2: Five O. Do they pay you per mention?
1: I think so. Actually, I was going to say <laughs> there is news that this week they are pulling out of Australia, and I nearly. <gasps> right.
2: Oh no! What? Tell yeah. me more. Because you were uh, their one supporter. Pretty
0: much.
1: Basically, they, I, I believe the articles are a bit hard to read.
0: Because they're in Chinese? I
1: mean, I mean no, well it's in English, but it's <laughs> sort it of doesn't like, doesn't really tell you much. You know what I mean? It just says, like, it says they're pulling out, but it doesn't tell you what that means. Like, it, so it, it implies that it's the phones. So whether they're still going to be selling headphones and other, uh, you know, things, I'm not too sure because it doesn't touch under that. At all, it purely just took, like mentions phones and the whole five G infrastructure. So
0: um, <sighs> that's disappointing.
1: Yeah, because I was really looking forward to maybe taking the the P fifty for a spin and seeing what their the revamped OS look like. Because their phones are awesome. They just oh, yeah. without without an Android, it's just you just can't recommend it.
0: No, that makes me super nervous too.
1: Oh yeah, because you're.
0: I run That's a Mate it. 20. That's
1: it, yeah.
0: I'm 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 sold. Like you know that that was a brand that I was happy to back because the quality of the device you get is second to none. But yeah. without it's it's I mean it's proprietary apps stink. A proprietary OS makes me hell nervous.
1: Oh, so you haven't used it?
0: How nah nah. Right. I'm still on an Android OS.
1: Because I reviewed the P40, which was the one that didn't have. Was the first model that didn't have Android, the P40 Pro. Um, yeah. And I, like I said in, in the review, like the phone is shit hot, it is top, top, top phone. But without Android, it's that you, you, just, you just cannot recommend it. That hurts um, me because you know, as someone who uses Gmail all the time, YouTube, like all those Google services, Go Chrome. On. Um, but you can, yeah, I mean, you can access the mobile. Anyway, let's, uh, let's move on from that. they just not there in. out of the box. Mm. There is one more bit of news that I want to talk about. Um, <clears throat> actually, it's probably not really news. It's more of a, let, just let me have the floor and rant. So the day before, we've spoken about it before, how it's broken my heart. I don't know why, but I really—the more that I bite into this game, the more I want it to be good, and the more it hurts me. So I think—did I mention how the Mega Event came and went in September? Yeah, cool. And they had that whole September 45 thing. So the publishers basically tweeted that uh, it's—it is secret code for October 15th, and the um, the event was delayed for reasons beyond their control. So I think the whole September thing was just them trying to, because they said that it'll happen in September. So, that, you know, they're just playing, playing on that. So this Friday, check the website, check in with me if you haven't heard anything, um, because I'm going to be waiting. And if they don't give me, and and they've doubled, you know, they've said that the release date is coming at this event. So fingers crossed, fingers crossed. It might not be till Saturday, given the time time zones and stuff, but,
2: Mate, Which I want we, this to work out for you. I really I truthfully, honestly do. But you do I just...
1: because when you get your new computer, well your refurbished computer, we can we can ride together.
2: Oh look, I do want that. I want th- nah fuck it. I'm on the hype train, baby. That's I'm it. in I'm and in it's
1: basically the last of us and the division. Like what more could you want?
2: And I like those two things. I do. I like both of them.
1: And it's made by Russians. you like Russians, don't you?
2: I love Russians. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um, I actually, uh, my girlfriend bought vodka last weekend. and I was drinking some cranberry vodkas on the weekend. Ooh, look so at that! So there's my shout out to to Russia. I fucking love cranberry vodkas. Um, <laughs> all right, off topics. Let's. Uh, who has progressed? or we pretty much there. Yeah, pretty much have. Who's progressed through uh, Squid Game?
2: Confirmed. Yes. Yes. Done. Bit. Done. Ah, oh, fuck. Now I'm the odd man out. No, I haven't finished it yet. I think we're up to episode five or six. Ooh, okay. Shit. You
0: busted balls.
2: That's so unfortunate. The show's really good though, and I'm really keen to finish it so I can have conversations with people because I'm having mm. a grand old time.
1: Okay.
2: When you- you're nervous because the hype train's
0: so strong, it's like I'm going to hate this because everyone's telling me I'm going to love it. I mind it. Liked it.
1: Okay, so it didn't mind it. Do you think it lived up to the hype?
0: Probably not, and that's only because it's a genre that I've personally dove very deep into in terms of like games and, and media. Like, I loved Battle Royale back in the day. Read all the manga, watched the movies. I jumped into games like Danganronpa, really big. Um, the the nine 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 series. Like, this is a this conceit of a sort of battle royale type scenario playing out is something that I've engaged with so much so that none of the surprises felt as surprising as they did for me than they did my partner who wasn't that familiar with the subgenre. genre Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I didn't think it was as good as people were making it out to be. I, was, I would still recommend people watch it, but yeah. Yes. Didn't, didn't quite... I, was, I kind of wanted something more. I don't know what that more is but because I did, just felt like it was going to be amazing. and just didn't quite re- <clears throat> reach out. There are some very good episodes and some very good moments and I think the acting is fantastic.
0: What about cinematography?
1: Um, very good. Yeah. Very good.
0: <clears throat> it's sexy.
1: I will only say this.
0: I didn't like the ending.
1: I thought it was dog shit. We disagree,
0: that, that, but I under, I think I without going into detail, I suspect I'm sympathetic to why you feel that way.
1: Yep. Mm. So
0: Oh, I'm all nervous now. I, I, I was it. happy with it, but I'm not gonna obviously comment <clears throat> no, any more than that. No. We'll, so
1: uh, okay. we'll save that for but yeah, I didn't that part was that part was very disappointing. Like it was probably sitting at a at an eight, maybe for me. And he brought it down to a seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or well, maybe seven and a half down or seven, but anyway. Um, anybody watched anything else? I watched Midnight Mass. Who else has seen that?
2: Yeah, um, me too. I'm yet to. God damn it, you boys. Fuck. What do you think?
0: I, I'm in two minds about it because the subject matter was very close to me. I'm big and also sensitive on heavy Christian narratives like, Christian or Christian subtext narratives. It it plays on th- themes of Christianity quite strongly and effectively. Um, I I used to I used to do a bit of preaching back in the day. There you go. There's a hot bit of trivia for you. So uh, I found it went challenging to, a to watch. Full baby. Also went to a Catholic school at one point. Um, I compared to Mike Flanagan's other outings. I just I think the thing that bummed me is it wasn't scary. Where's the scares? Like, Haunting of Blow Manor, not very scary. This,
1: eh. Was it ever. Yeah, so I was. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was only three episodes long, by the way. I thought it was like a like a three-part movie. So I, when we got to the end of the. I was like, this is fucking slow. Like, where's the fucking hook? I thought, is it you know, just going to, buddy, go hammer and tongs in this last it half is of slow. The Third. E- of the third episode? Turns out there's like fucking five more episodes, mate. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Um. You know. How do you feel about the dialogue?
1: Okay, so I didn't really like the show itself. Um, I actually wouldn't recommend it. Uh, um, I would recommend it, but I wouldn't say it's a priority. I'd say if you if you got something else that you want to watch, watch that first.
0: This Some people bounce thing. hard off it.
1: Um, I thought the acting and the writing was very, very good. Um, I thought... Yeah, I thought, I thought the acting, um, especially in those heavier Christian dialogue moments, um, and even those like I guess monologues. I guess you want to if, if that's what they're called. I mean, them, they fucking right? are monologues. They uh, go forever, but they, some of them are very, very, very well done. Like the way they, especially the priest. Like the priest is, you know, I, I'm I'm not a religious man, um, but yeah, he I thought he he was very good. Mm. Um, but I just found it a bit boring, a bit boring and a bit shit. Like to be honest, it's a, like, it's a little
0: bit yeah.
1: Like it it's just a, it's, it's hard without telling you the you know the twist or the one of the you know some spoilers. But yeah, I just didn't find it good like that good. It was mm. Just a bit fucking boring.
0: Mm, that's it, disappointing to hear. It was a little boring. Um, I like the setting. I thought the setting was really cool. It's um. It's set yeah. on sort of its own little island with a really small diminishing population that, you know, discusses the effects of, like, climate change and in, in, in how that affects, like, marginal economies and stuff like that. And So, so it's, it's set in a very real immediate context, but the dialogue kind of... It, I didn't mind to start with that super self-indulgent. It does that Walking oh, Dead thing where, after a while, a half an episode will just be a character reflecting on how the current circumstances and current events make them reflect on their entire life. Yeah. And, and they have an entire like monologue of reflection about, you know, this was my life before now. Now some weird fucked up shit's happening. It's made me reassess all of my life and, and my values and priorities and every character. I I fucking hate the walking dead does this. All of a sudden, every character is a philosopher. No, you're not. Stop, stop talking like you're a writer. So the writing's great, but it's, it's written by a writer. Like everyone talks like they're a writer.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. I, like, there were some, some monologues that I was, like, I was channeling, buddy, you know, Chris Jericho, circuit fucking early 2000s, but would you please shut the hell up? Because, um, <laughs> like, they would just not stop talking. It's like, mate, we get it. I get it. Let's move on now. Let's just keep, keep pushing it forward. And, you know, they're the moments that I was like, I'd rather be doing anything else. I'd rather be you you gotta yeah it's
0: one of those scroll your phone netflix shows there's there's downtime
1: but then but then there were some monologues that were just even though they were long they were they were engaging in Mm -hmm. from an acting point of view probably not the content like these these are probably the more christian you know the more sermon type sort of stuff but um you know yeah I i thought yeah the guy i can't remember the guy's name who who played the the priest but yeah he was quite
0: compelling yeah. Anyway, the cast cast was good. Good cast. <sighs> uh,
1: I'm also, I started watching a new Danish show called The Chestnut Man. Um, I saw that. Two episodes in, and it is very good so far.
0: Is it a Scandinavian uh, slow burn? That's what I'm a bit scared of. They're good, but they are slow burns.
1: Give me one more ep and I'll to tell you, but I'm leaning towards a yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: We need them, but there is a time for them, and right now it's not the time for me.
1: <laughs> it's, 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 it's interesting enough so far. It's, it's still, you know, giving me good, good uh, crumbs for the moment.
0: You'll have to tell us more next week.
1: Next week, it's, uh, and I'm being, uh, I'm up to the second last episode of Chapel White, I think it is. I think the second last. I'm, I'm not going to talk about this because I this, this could be. Spoilery from from another, but it clashes with another show, sort of. Um, so it kind of feels like I'm watching more of the the same stuff. Excuse me. So anyway, uh, that's pretty much me for off topics.
0: I'll be very quick. I'm catching up on impeachment, the American crime story about the Lewinsky uh, Clinton scandal, which is I did not.
1: What is, oh. yeah,
0: yeah, I I did not have sexual relations with yeah, that woman. Worked. Yeah, that woman. <laughs> oh, it's it's okay. It's a little uncanny. Everyone's got a prosthetic nose, and it really really distracts me. Uh, everyone's got. I call it the nineties nose. Everyone's just got massive noses, like huge prosthetic snozzes on them. Mate, um,
1: for fucking good night, good nights out, mate.
0: What's good nights out? <laughs> Move on. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> Um Doom Patrol, of course. <laughs> Keeping up to date on that. Uh I think I think we've got i to... I've moved on. What the fuck are you on about?
1: <laughs> Just laugh at Adam. I think Adam gets what I mean
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Was that a nineties reference?
1: No. No. I'll tell you after.
0: Keep going. Oh god. Um yeah, bit bit of Doom Patrol. I, I don't know. Adam, do you watch Doom Patrol?
2: I have dabbled in Doom Patrol. I've read a few of the comics. Okay. Um, so comics are a mixed bag one, they okay <laughs> they are a very big mixed bag um but i've only dabbled very lightly in the in the show
0: yeah if, if you like the weird humor of the show definitely recommend the 80s uh, grant morrison run which is where all the zany shits pulled from like all the yeah. absolute like the i don't know um the omni mineral vegetable dinosaur man and all that shit love it uh and i think oh yeah and obviously just keeping up on my one piece that's me quick hot quick off topic
1: Nice, nice. Anything from you, Mr. Ryan?
2: No, I decided to get my off topics of board games in at the start of uh, at the start of the show to make sure everyone copped it. Apart from that, yeah, Key Ke and I are just getting through Squid Game, and we watched. Uh, what did we watch the other night? Key was in the mood for a horror movie that she hadn't seen before, and decided that um, Friday the Thirteenth, Jason Goes to Hell, was the most. I suspected uh, that's what it was too. I thought it was either that or Jason X. Sorry, oh, go on. See Jason X, so she loved it and hated it because that's the correct way to to enjoy those films. Jason X I find thoroughly enjoying because of how shit it is. Whereas Jason so, Goes to Hell is so bad it's just it is just bad. Like it's not zany enough to to lean on the the crazier elements and be entertaining in that regard. It's just shit. <laughs> so it's yeah, probably not one we'll go back to. But Jason X, though, Oh, mate, we'll be we'll be getting into that before the spooky season's done for sure. Got to get that that dreadful sleeping bag kill in because who doesn't want to witness that again? As someone that recently
0: did a Chucky marathon, I will recommend oh. those films as having stood the test of time. There are some stinkers in there, but even the stinkers are pretty amusing.
2: Did you enjoy the the re- the remake? I did. I also enjoyed Oh, it. wait, That's...
0: no. The, the new one with Aubrey... Was it Aubrey
2: Plaza? Aubrey, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And Mark
0: Hamill doing the voice. Spot on. Nah, I fucking hated that.
2: <laughs> See, I, I loved it for its, its shit factor. I thought it was a good old time.
0: I liked the one that was immediately before that because they sort of did like direct-to-video yeah, sequels yeah, yep. of these two that were in the same continuity as the earlier films. I actually thought they were brilliant for direct... Like as director, video films they were better yeah. than the the cinematic counterparts before them. But I don't know. There's a new show coming out.
2: Maybe that's all right. There is probably not. But as as like all horror films, just go and watch the original because the original Chucky absolutely slaps. What a good time! It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's a good old time. But yeah, that's it for me.
1: Very very nice. I think uh, I want to watch the new Jake Gyllenhaal film this week. So I'll give Guilty. Yeah. I can't remember what it's, what's what's called. The Guilty? Is that it? Yes. That's, yeah, done, yeah. that's so,
2: on my radar as well. Let, let us know.
1: Will do. All right, let's let's uh, let's wrap it up there. Do we have any call-outs? We do have a call-out, in fact, actually. but a couple of call-outs this week. Um, shout out, sorry, not call-outs. I don't know why I'm calling them call-outs. Um, James did a, a review of Sable uh, for us. You can go and read that on the website now. Surprisingly, I thought this game was going to get pretty... Pretty tidy reviews. Uh, James, however, did not jive with it, uh, yeah. saying that Sable should be applauded for its strong aesthetic, <clears throat> sorry, strong aesthetic choices and ambitious restructure of open world priorities. But it fails to fully deliver on its premise and is ultimately undone by a lack of polish or engaging mechanics. Five out of ten. Uh, you can read the full review there. It's a it's a long and tasty one. Um, I think that's it for reviews. But I want to just uh, give this another shout out. I should have done it at the start, but um last week we did a uh Pax Radio uh episode of the podcast, um which was played on the weekend on a Sunday uh afternoon. If you checked it out then, amazing. Thank you very much. Uh it is actually gonna go up, it'll be live on the on the podcast feed now. So uh if you wanna listen to Kieran, uh Adam, Nathan and myself uh, pitch our own video game set in Australia. Uh, you can hear that. It's a pretty short little episode, maybe about 50 minutes or so. Um, but it's a very, very good time. It's well worth a lot. It's a good listen because there's some laughs in there and you might learn a thing about why your childhood wasn't as good as Nathan's. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, thank you uh, for listening each and every week. We love you. Um, and we will see you next week but before you i say goodbye for the final time website i always forget it www.well-play.com.au goodbye
2: cheerio see ya fucking reverse kanga comes back again